How's it going this week, everybody? So this week I'm gonna be having John on, and he's gonna tell me a story about how he grew up in a haunted house, and it's a really good story, and I had a great time chatting with him. By the way, if anyone's interested, head over to our Facebook page. I've literally just been doing nothing but grinding out, trying to find all kinds of interesting photos and artwork from just about all periods of time that depict some type of weird creature or mystery. So there's a lot of cool stuff to read over on our Facebook page. Also, our membership's doing really well. I really got to thank all you guys for that. If you guys want to go check it out, you get episodes two weeks early over at challengetheunknown.com. Enjoy the show tonight, guys. Alrighty, man, we're going. Welcome on in, man. Tell me about uh, what you saw. Uh, well, growing up, I mean, there was a lot of you know weird stuff that happened. I mean, uh, you know, the feeling of being being watched and whatnot. You know, the doors closing by themselves. You know, things. You know, for example, if you would sometimes be on a different floor, things would just be falling in the floor above or below you and whatnot. And so creepy. Yeah. But, yeah, I never was a big fan of that house growing up. I mean, it wasn't even that old, mind you. It was, you know, fairly new because it was built in the 70s, but... Yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, there was the music that was always kind of creepy. The music? Explain that to me. Uh, yeah, so basically one time my dad and I were home alone just having dinner in our dining room. Okay. Uh, you know, everything else was off in the house, and then all of a sudden... Out of my dad's den, we just start hearing this really low, like depressing piano music playing out of like nowhere, mind you. And we literally could not find the source of it whatsoever. Huh. Interesting. See, so it was piano. You don't have a piano, I assume. No. That's weird. It's like just yeah. weird music playing in the middle of the house in the middle of the ni- middle of the night, night. Right? I assume it was night. Yeah. Oh, that's creepy. So, so like, yeah. ex- explain that whole situation. You guys were sitting down having dinner. You know, were you at a dining table in front of the TV or? Oh yeah, at the din- in our uh, dining room, which okay. was uh, just adjacent of the uh, den. So okay, so like, who noticed it first? Did you guys kind of like same time look up at each other, or was it like? I noticed it first, and I was like, "Oh, hey, what's that?" Blah blah, blah. and I was like, try- and I got up because I was looking around trying to figure out where this sound was coming from. Huh. And it was just like. Yeah. My my dad wasn't too bothered though by it. It doesn't seem Okay. Uh, He's just like, yeah. eh, whatever, it happens. Oh yeah. There you go. But he he's always he 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 always was like that though with uh weird stuff. Just brush it off. Yeah. Oh yeah. So uh, what what happens next? Uh, so how long did you live in this house, I guess we'll start with? Uh well I moved there when I was probably like well, because uh, I was adopted, and I moved there when mm-hmm. I was like seven or eight, and then I moved from there when I was uh, sixteen after my dad passed. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, man. Oh, it's all good. Well, I mean, hey, my my dad. Yeah. What, what were we gonna say, though? I was just gonna say, I mean, hey, my my dad. I mean, he lived a good life and died with a smile on his face, and there you go. More than, that's yeah, all you need, man. Really exactly. So, what what other kind of experiences did you have in that house? I mean, you were you were there for what ten years, about. Yeah. So. Um, 
Yeah, for for example, I mean, one time, I, growing up, I had this uh, walk-in closet, right? And often the doors for it would just rattle back and forth very violently and whatnot. And... Oh, creepy. Oh, yeah. Uh, there was another weird time that my dad and I were, you know, in the house where we saw, it's hard to describe, it was like a, like a, a see-through version of a ox head in one of our halls. Uh, like a like an ox, like the the animal. Yes. Whoa. So like, yeah. was it like a silhouette kind of thing, or? Um, like you could see right through it. Huh. like transparent. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa, that's freaky. What do you think that was? I'm not really sure, honestly. I mean, could have been like you know, perhaps like the light or something. But I mean, hmm. yeah. That's creepy. It's always weird when you hear about like animal mimicry and that kind of stuff. That's always freaky to me, you know. Oh yeah. Talked to a guy the um, other night who saw like this weird thing with like an anteater head is how he described it in his uh in his room like a couple years ago. I was like, ugh, it's always creepy. Yeah, that that is always kind of bizarre. Um, let's see, other like in that house, I mean on the property as well growing up i mean because we had a we had a fair bit of you know land we had about okay. 70 acres um sometimes as well a couple times we saw you know lights in the sky oh tell me about that you uh you buy into the whole extraterrestrial thing um i definitely think i mean you know seeing how big the universe is and whatnot it is mathematically probable that there's other life in the right. in the universe i mean statistically no, whether or not they have to you know Oh, yeah. Now, whether or not that life is uh, visiting Earth, I mean, is another issue entirely. Right. I mean, it's certainly credible enough for, um, um, did you hear about um, what the Pentagon has been doing? How they've been studying all that stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude, that yeah. stuff's wild. Oh, yeah. There, there's, I mean, definitely something going on. And, I mean, if you also look at, you know. Um, historical accounts, even for me, you know, the past couple decades. I mean, there's, you know, obviously something like. Uh, have you heard of the Rendlesham Forest incident? Oh, with the military and how they follow this thing, this craft into the forest. Yeah, um, yeah. Or basically, well, in Rendlesham back in the '80s, there was a secret base owned by the U.S. Uh, and the U.K. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the other seeing things in the sky, and, and also literally one of the supposed craft even landed, and uh, they got, you know. Audio transcripts and everything from the event, and yeah, I listen to them. Oh yeah, and that's that's always freaky. I think the ground was radioactive too, where it landed. Yeah, which was really interesting. Like whenever there's like physical evidence to back up something that happened like that is always cool. Oh yeah, definitely. Weird, whatever those things are, man. They're seeing something, you know. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, and there's, I mean, there's, you know. Case like you know stories going back you know even you know to ancient times and whatnot or oh yeah well yeah I mean what I saw in like on our land in Vermont and Vermont wasn't as spectacular as you know lights that would initially just stay still in the sky and mm-hmm. then just move really fast like to a different spot and back and forth and uh, no no disc shaped craft landing in your yard or nothing. As far as I know, no. <laughs> I hear that, yeah. brother. That's cool, though. That's always a cool experience, man, seeing lights in the sky that you can't explain that do stuff that we, you know, doesn't make sense. That's always cool to see. Oh, yeah, definitely. 
you know, I, um, last year I actually got video of it. Um, I was out with some, some old friends one mm-hmm. night and they, these, uh, these like orange balls in the sky that had like flame trails were like doing these weird aerial movements and like reascending up into the sky and coming back down. It was really weird. Yeah, that, that is kind of strange. Oh, a lot of people were, when I, when I posted the video up, a lot of people were like, oh, it's, it's skydivers, you know, with flares. But I was like, mm-hmm. they're going back up. They're they're, yeah. they're they're falling and then they're turning around and going back up into the sky like that, that's not a those aren't parachutes you know um, exactly yeah don't know what it was yeah I mean it's hard to really tell I mean but I mean who knows I mean maybe you know the Pentagon will uh, learn more I suppose eventually well I, I get but, I get why the U S government looks into it you know man like. There's there's some type of aerial craft that we don't that isn't ours, you know. And if it's coming into our airspace, you know, I can see why they're worried about it from a national security standpoint. You know, it, even if they yeah. don't think it's aliens, they're like, maybe it's Russian. You know, maybe Russians made some breakthrough that we don't know about. You know, so exactly. I, I get I get why they look into it. You know, I don't I don't think it has to like they I don't think they buy necessarily buy into the whole UFO thing if they're looking into it, but. Yeah. It clearly, it, it verifies that there is something that's flying through our skies that we don't know about, you know, so that, that is really interesting to to know. Yeah, it's also kind of interesting uh, on the whole subject, how a lot of, you know, these sightings are seen, you know, uh, like, and especially with like the U.S. Navy and whatnot over the oceans and or, you know, people claiming to see things coming out of the water. Oh, that's uh, always freaky. Yeah. I mean, it would kind of make sense. I mean, because, uh, for example, if, like, you know, there are, you know, craft we don't know about, um, they most likely would use, for example, uh, do you know anything about um, fusion, you know, energy? Yeah. Yeah. So basically, um, what uh, nowadays, um, what they're thinking, like, to, you know, make the you know, energy for, you know, said, you know, reactors, one of the main ingredients is uh, salt water. Well, the, the, what's in the salt water. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, there's some... I forgot the name of the mineral or element in the water, in the salt water itself, like, you know, that basically allows it to work. But, I mean, it would make sense. Yeah. I mean, potentially. Yeah. The, the whole UFO stuff is always fascinating to me, man. Like, um, there's yeah. stories of... Uh, it's Russia. Russia... After the KGB um, and the Soviet Union collapsed, there was uh, this whole, like, George Cap was the guy that, that um, while he was studying the whole Bob, uh, Bob Lazar story, almost said Bob Ross, yeah. Bob Lazar story, <laughs> he, um, he wound up going to Russia because he managed to get in contact with some guy that used to work for the KGB on, like, the nuclear sites, like the missile sites, mm-hmm. and... Or I might I might have that a little little bit off there. He he was uh, he was involved in the, in the in the Soviet Union and and he was familiar with all the incidents going on. But the the story that he gave him was that a craft showed up over one of the nuclear missile bases in Russia uh, mm-hmm. back during the Cold War, and it turned on and activated all the missiles. Everything lit up like they had activated the missiles, and everything turned on like they were going to fire them. And yeah. the craft went away and everything shut back down and so they they sent in the scientists and stuff and they ripped apart all the machines to figure out what went wrong and they couldn't figure it out yeah 
So they, they think it was the craft that did it. And uh, they actually, uh, he actually came back to the U.S. with those documents because he actually got documentation of it from the, mm-hmm. the guy that used to be a part of the Soviet Union and it actually fell into the U.S. military hands, uh, which is really, really interesting. So yeah. clearly, clearly it was um, the story itself was credible because the U.S. military ended up taking that information. And oh, yeah. dude, can you imagine though being that being a George Cap trying to come back into the U.S. with fucking Soviet Union documents, dude? I would shit my pants. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. You know, I'd I'd be worried about getting caught and stuff because you know it's Russia. You know, they 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 would totally jail you for that. So oh, yeah, yeah, you know, that'd be that'd be real stressful. But he got him back. You know, he got onto the plane and made it back to the U.S. with those documents. And mm-hmm. it's it's all interesting, man. And um, oh, yeah. I guess are there any are there any other really. Uh, crazy stories with you while you were living in that house or was that kind of the, the gist of the weirdness in that house uh, that was about it though i did have when i did move i did have one other weird experience okay what happened uh, basically i i i was like trying to take a picture with like my camera for my parents and then um in one of the pictures just like weird face shows up near the ceiling Oof, that's creepy and it had yeah the, it was like a bald head and had like you know like milk white eyes and whatnot and do you still have those photos or not? Nah? I believe I, st- I still have the photos somewhere, yeah. It's, oh. uh, yeah. Yeah, that's wild. Oh, yeah. Uh, a- I could send it to you sometime if you'd like. Yeah, no, that'd be really cool. I'd love to see it. Yeah. And uh, actually, there was this one girl I was trying to get to come on. I don't think she ever got back to me, but uh, she posted some nudes on Reddit. Mm-hmm. and basically she was taking nudes for somebody and there was like she had two pictures of herself and in the background there's like this silhouette in the window and it's like in oh. both photos it's in like a different position like looking in and it's super creepy and it's clearly not a person but it's just like mm-hmm. this like green tinted like humanoid silhouette looking in the window and it's super creepy I have the photos uh, but like, oh, that's t- it's just so creepy. I really wanted her to come on because I thought that would make f- such a fantastic episode, you know, taking, yeah. taking scandalous photos and you catch a ghost on, on camera, you know, I think that, that would have made a great episode, but I don't think she ever got back to me. Uh, I'd have to yeah. go back through my messages, but nah, dude, okay. people, people are photographing stuff, man. Like it, it's, people say like, where's the proof? And I'm like, man, there's proof. You know, I, I get that. Like there's a lot of hoaxes these days, but you know, you can't write it all off as hoaxes, you know? Oh yeah, of course. So, like, like for your example, you know that there was nobody else there, you know, and yeah, I get that that human perception can be flawed, and and you know, people can mistake things and misidentify things, and and then there's the people, you know, that not to not to you know shit on anybody too much, but like, there's people that will like zoom in on photos and try and find matrixing and be like, oh, there's a face there when it's just like blurry pixels. Yeah, and, there's a term for that where where somebody tries to you know find something like find you know symbolism where there isn't um for what it's called though um matrixing is one of them one of the terms for it yeah. and but yeah no it's it's not 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 really a ghost it's it's just just pixels and your mind is trying to figure out you know like place familiarity to it it's it's really oh, yeah. interesting of a concept like how your mind tries to fill in the gaps but then there's like it's one thing when it's blurry pixels, and it's another when there's literally some figure standing in your photo that shouldn't exactly. be there, you know? And Yeah. 
you know, it's it's freaky. It's freaky stuff, man. And like, how long have okay. you been on like the uh, the subreddits and stuff? Um, you mean just Reddit in general, or that particular subreddit? Yeah, the, that particular subreddit. Um, a little while now. Not not too long, but it's it's freaky stuff, man. What's what do you think is the craziest story you've read on there that that is um, most convincing to you? I mean, they're, they're all fairly credible, I suppose. I don't have a particular yeah. story in general, but. There's a lot of them yeah. that I read through, man, and like, it's always fun to talk to people over the years. Like, mm-hmm. I've had um, I've had a lot of people on at this point, and I've also had people that just come on and talk to me, and they don't they don't want to be on, you know, like episodes or anything, but they'll they'll talk to me, and yeah. I get a lot of crazy stories, man. Like, and I mean crazy and like that they're credible, and I, I believe that person, you know, and. And I don't think that they're, you know, it's, I don't think, I think they're no bullshit kind of people. And they're really telling the truth, you know, that they saw something that they can't explain. And they, you know, they're like, it's not a false memory. I'm not remembering stuff different. I know what I saw. You know, there was another person with me. They saw it too. You know, we still talk about it. And that stuff is always just fascinating to me. And, and I feel like people try and write off stuff too much. Like, ah, you're just remembering stuff different or, ah, you don't, you didn't see what you actually saw, you know? And I think that's, uh, it's kind of dishonest. It's kind of getting in the way of actually figuring out what's going on because people are seeing something, man, you know? Yeah, well, I suppose it's far easier to believe that somebody may have a false memory or, you know, they Photoshop something, for example, than it is to face a, a harsher, you know, truth. Right. There might be something out there that we have no control over that we don't know about, and it's, you know, out of, you know, current human understanding. Right. Like, I, I, don't, I don't think it's far-fetched for us to believe that these things are, are happening. We have some documentation of it. We just don't have the tech to understand what it is yet, you know? Whether they're inter- interdimensional stuff or whether it's some light spectrum stuff going on, you know, like, I, I yeah. don't know, man, you know, I, I just don't think we have the tech yet to understand what's going on, you know, and, and, of course. you know, I, I get that we've made a lot of technological advances in the last 100 to 200 years, you know, but I, I don't think we're really that far advanced yet. We're pretty new to the playing field, in my opinion, you know, like, there's a lot of stuff like exactly. another 200 years from now. God, imagine where we're going to be like tech wise. You know exactly. Oh. I mean, for for example, if you showed like, say, you showed uh, the technology we have nowadays to say like somebody in like, you know early history, like a caveman or something, they would think it's you know magic or the supernatural or you know something like that right. along those lines, and because they yeah. don't have the the they don't know how to you know process that properly and right. So they don't have the disciplines of science established yet to understand how it operates or what it is. You know, they can see it and they can touch it and they can feel it, but they don't understand what it is or how it works. Exactly. And we're in that, you know, current state, I suppose. Yeah. It's, it's freaky stuff, man. And I, I love the whole thing. What, what, I guess here's a fun one for you. Uh, what do you think about like, are there any cryptids that you really buy into? Uh, I mean, uh, personally, I, I try to remain indifferent when it comes to most things. So mm-hmm. there's, you know, evidence one way or another, but uh, n- none in particular that stand out. Um, yeah, I, I know up in this area, there's a lot of stories of the Wendigo and whatnot. And... It's always a fun one. Oh, yeah. Wendigo stuff is freaky, man. Freaky stuff. Yeah. That and Skinwalkers, that stuff always gets to me. Stuff's always freaky. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm sure you've heard of uh, Skinwalker Ranch then. Sure have. It's freaky. Yeah. I'd love to get out there with like... I've, I, have you read the book? 
Um, a part of it, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I read through the book um, probably about less than two years ago, and like mm-hmm. just some of the stuff they talk about, like, like, like we said, it's it's they can see it, they can measure, but they're struggling to measure it and figure out what it is because our tech just doesn't isn't there yet. Like they're yeah. seeing stuff. Um, and, and they, they're not able to capture it or document it really outside of like the animal mutilations. There's really not much they can really document. And that's eventually why I think that their, uh, their project, um, lost funding, but it's, it's interesting stuff, man. It, it really is. And I, I wonder in, in another 200 years, if we're going to understand what ghosts and stuff used to be, you know, like whether they're, you know, whatever they are. Yeah. Yeah, a person when it comes to ghosts, I think they could possibly, I mean, uh, be, you know, for example, you know, maybe another universe pressing in, or if, for example, the entire idea of, you know, the simulation theory. Actually, I believe the U.S. government tried to study things similar to that, or, you know, most, you know, poltergeists or just weird things happening back in the 80, 70s and 80s. That wouldn't surprise um, me. Yeah, it was further, um, did you, have you ever heard of um, Project Stargate? No, I haven't actually. Uh, basically, it was uh, it was a decades long program by the U.S. government uh, military to try to study, um, you know, quote unquote, you know, remote viewing and psychics and whatnot for military applications. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So they were thinking initially because they were trying to study, you know, households that had a lot of weird things happening. So they thought it could be, you know, an actual person doing it instead of you know like a ghost or whatnot. Oh. Oh, yeah. That'd be really cool. That was the, I'd love. To, I'll have to look into that. I, and I know I know about Project Blue Book, which was all the UFO stuff back in the seventies. No, it was mm-hmm. it was in the sixties. Yeah, it was in the sixties. That Project Blue Book was, and that was all the oh, yeah. UFO stuff where they were trying to figure out what it, what they were and if they were like Russian or something. You know, they were they didn't know what it was. So yeah, yeah. Whether or not they bought into the alien thing or not, you know, it's still interesting. Oh but, yeah. You know, I, I bet they're still running that kind of stuff, you know? I just, I bet that, that it's under a different name nowadays. Well, I mean, that's what they, that's what they, that's what they did when they were studying, you know, UFOs. I yeah. Because there was, you know, a program back in the early 2000s, like, you know, late 90s, early 2000s that got rebranded eventually. And Yeah. Changed the names yeah. so that people don't know what, what they're talking about, you know? And Yeah. A lot of people think that all this stuff is hokey pokey, but I don't, I think there's something to it, man. I really do. Oh, yeah, Definitely. Oh, but nah, man. I thought your story was really interesting, and um, I guess are, are you ready to wrap it up, man? I, I I think we covered it. I thought uh, your, your story was really good. Oh, thanks. I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm I'm ready to wrap it up whenever you are. Sounds good, man. Uh, I really appreciate it. Oh yeah, of course. Always always happy to talk with other people. You know about it and hundred percent. Well, thanks for yeah. coming on, man. Oh yeah.